guess who's back? You're now listening to Unapologetic, the podcast, with your two hosts, Trey and Rage, discussing any and everything unfiltered, unfiltered, unfiltered. What up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Unapologetic Podcast. Y'all know who it is. Dre, Reg, your favorite North Carolinians, your Tar Heelers. We are back. Yes, sir. Episode. Y'all know what we do. What's up, my man? Man, not too much going on this way, dog. Uh, a little bit of nasty weather up here, man, but, you know, all good. Yeah, it's a little, little windy, a little rainy. Um, but I mean, it ain't too too bad. Uh, besides that, bro, man, I'm cooling out, man. Got a opportunity to have some fun over the weekend with you. I'm sure we can talk about that here shortly. Um, other than that, brother, you already know how it is with me, man. Cool. How about you? What's up with you? Uh, I'm good. Um, it was you last week. It's me this week. I'm tired, nigga. I'm I'm not lie to you. I, I just told you everything that would happen, but you know, I had to um. Take my mom to um, North Carolina today to uh, renew yeah. her license. Okay. Uh, she actually had to physically go in because I guess I, I don't know if it's um, every other year you have to go in. Like you can't. I don't, I don't think they're gonna mail it out or do it. You can do it on, on the internet every year. I think every year you, you got to go in. Maybe in North Carolina, I don't, I'm not sure. Or maybe right. when, once you hit a certain age, I don't know. Nope. Um, so. Um, Whatever the case is, I had to, uh, of course, drive there, you know, with her and do everything we did, and then back home. Then I get home and I'm like, fuck, and now I'm back here, you know. So um, I just spent, you know, it's a three-hour drive, one way to, to North Carolina for me, so six, and then another, so another hour and a little change, so yeah, about seven to seven hours. Yeah, I'm tired. But um, I mean, outside of that, man, everything's good, man. I, I got to, you know, um, do some things, like, you know, enjoy the weekend. Like you said, we'll get into the weekend. Um, yes, sir. Yeah, man. Um, um, that's about it. Oh, oh, um, we talked about this months ago. Might have been a year ago. I don't know. It probably hasn't been that long. But um, I, I actually got around to having that do you have a will talk with my mom. Oh. Okay. And and uh oh, Okay. We, we was actually talking about um, you know, we'll talk about Wendy Williams a little later on, you know. Yeah. But um, you know, we was talking about that and I asked her, I'm like, Mom, do you got a will? And she was like, No. And I said, I was like, Well, why not? And she was like, Um, should I have one? And I was like, I, I think you should. She yeah. Was like, you know, um, probably I probably needed that's something I probably need to do there I need to look and you know get I was like you know I thought about it myself as me having one you know and that was the extent right. of the conversation you know because it's already a kind of tough conversation to, to bring in and talk about anyway you know so absolutely but that, that was the extent of it but I felt like that was kind of like a a kickstart yeah you know so um more more to come more to come but we, we'll see um before we get started, man, um, someone just sent me this list and asked me, did you see this crazy shit? So it's it's called the best pussy list 2024. 
<laughs> okay, jumping right into it. Okay. <laughs> I'll start from 10. 10 is occasionally suicidal chicks. <laughs> wow. Um, nine says yoga girls. Number okay. eight, girls with waist beads. <laughs> uh, number seven, post bachelor de degree chicks. Okay. Uh, number six is newly divorced. Number five is weird astrology queens. Uh, four, unmedicated, mentally ill baddies. Mm. Number three is lesbians or closet bisexuals. I know what number one is. Number two is skinny women. Okay. Number one is married housewives. I didn't think number one would be married housewives. I thought number one would probably be Prego. So, well, obviously, I don't. I'm, I'm not fucking with number one. I mean, number ten. I'm not fucking with that shit. No, no. like it's not cool. Could have definitely left that off. Um, but you know, somebody's humor, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, All right. Interesting. Honorable mention: baby mamas who don't have their kids. Chicks with those. <laughs> okay. Chicks with those. <laughs> Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Chicks with those weird tapestries hanging from their room, hanging in their rooms. Lawyers with drinking problems. Oh, what? Right. <laughs> oh, okay. Chicks who always need a retwist. <laughs> um, girls in general girls who work nightlifes and girls who like to twerk online. Okay. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what time it is. Um, not not too busy of a weekend sport, so we probably won't be here long. But over, over, over the uh, last five days, um, two, two big victories for our North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, Saturday, okay. Saturday we beat uh, UVA, and Monday we beat UM. Right. No, they don't, don't don't know UM is University of Miami. Right. Yeah. The U. Uh, you know what, man? I was pretty happy with uh, both wins for different reasons. Uh, one, you know, I was in attendance for the Charlottesville game. Uh, well, the UVA game. Um, and just the way, you know, the shots weren't falling the way they were supposed to. Um, but at the end of the day, we found a way to win against their, you know, their their great defense and their lackluster offense. Yeah, and still, we still, we still, and we'll, we, what do we shoot, 32% or something like that? Something terrible like that. From the field, right, still managed to win by 10. Mm -hmm. So um, that's just another notch on our belt as far as being battle tested, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. um, I thought it was a good win. I thought it was a solid win. Uh, going into uh, here soon, we're going into ACC play, ACC tournament play. Um, I'm not, I'm not seeing some seeing high scoring games, man. I'm just, I just don't, don't believe it. And I think a game like Saturday shows us 
what we are capable of doing when the three ball is not falling. Right. For everyone. Yeah. 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 Because uh, Cormac is. Oof. Definitely. Oof. My man, my you know you know my man Von. Shout out to my man Von Jovi. He said, "Well, goddamn, Drake. Uh, I guess you goddamn took uh, Cormac jumping with you back up the street, didn't you?" <laughs> well, he said he he, he said that about <laughs> about uh, about Cormac going into for for you for the UM game. But Cormac did pretty good in, in that game. Yeah, in the yeah. uh, UVA game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. Yeah, six threes. What, eighteen? Yeah. You know. damn good now. Like I said, I guess he, I guess the, the jump came in the trunk with me, man. Because Monday he stumped it. Oh. Yeah, I, I think I think that's that's what we have came to uh, expect from Cormac. Off and on, man. Yeah. Um. um I we we find ways to win. We find yeah. ways to win. Um, that was definitely the case Monday. Um. Withers um, definitely, definitely came in uh, to the, in, in the clutch with, with uh, two two clutch free throws and, and a big offensive rebound on the missed free throw that mm-hmm. you never you never expect R.J. Davis to miss. And actually, he missed uh, two. He, he went fifty percent in the last what minute? Yeah, from the free throw line. Yeah, which you never expect. So, um, you know, I, I mentioned to you, you know, games like that. Uh, year, years prior to we we found a way to lose, but we found a way to win this game. So that that makes it you know, um, is it, is it, is good in my eyes because, you know, that would have been a disappointing loss for us. Um, Man, the last actually um, and the crazy thing was I started sending it to you. I was, a, a video popped up on my timeline memories, and um, it was a uh, Joe Joe and a uh, Theo senior night. Okay, well, you just talked about that. Yeah, in Chapel Hill. Yeah, yeah. We we played uh played against UM and lost in yeah. overtime. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, all right. But uh yeah, and almost like you know, I think it was six six years to the day. So interesting, interesting little fact. But yeah. Right. Um we, we found a way to win, man. And and um we, we just gotta continue to build on that and close out games. Um the uh the biggest mistake and things I saw and you and I talked about it is just the, the senseless turnovers trying to feed the post, trying to feed it. It wasn't there. It wasn't right. there. The, right. the post, you know, and, and even when it looked like it was there, it was a guy backside cheating. Man, it was which, too. Which, which we, yeah. Which it, we can see. Was, so it, it still wasn't there. Um, he was literally, it, Baycott was literally in a triangle of people. Yeah, right. Two up top, one in the back, man. Mm-hmm. Pause. Silly little plays, you know, things. Um, there was one play where um we got a fast break opportunity off of steal, and uh instead of Cadeau giving it to Baycock, he tries, you know, he goes in for a layup, gets it blocked. Um, I think right. it was almost it was damn near a three on one opportunity. Oh, you talking about in UVA? Yeah, yeah, on the UVA. UVA. Yeah, yeah, that was UVA. Was yeah, that, was that the UVA or Miami game? No, the Miami game. Oh, it was the UVA game because oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He made a bonehead play in that game as well. Yeah, he did, he did. But um, he learns. That's that's the good thing about it because um, as as bad you know, we haven't seen. Well, I think it turned around for him the Kentucky game. 
yeah. with that bad pass to Cormac when he should have, you know, kept or whatever. Um, we haven't seen though that you know it, it feels like he learned he learned from that and he's still you know he's still still seventeen about to turn eighteen you know young boy, um, but I, yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, I thought he. I thought he. Did, he did. He did a bonehead. Made a bonehead play against UConn like that too, didn't he? That was the play where he came off. He threw the ball off Cormac, right? That was a Kentucky, not Kentucky. That was a Kentucky game. I was at that game. Was it? Was it Kentucky? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I was at. Then he do. Okay. 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 <sighs> yeah, but um, before we leave the Tar Heels, man, um, should RJ go? Yes. I'm agreeing. Yes. I mean, he, he's, I think he, he's, he's all but mastered the college game outside of, you know, just being a regular human being and not being on at, at times. But I mean, as far as, as what uh, we're doing and what he, well, he has going on, uh, what Hubert has implemented offensively, um, which is a lot of M- NBA sets, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I think it's time for him to go, man. A, a big game, well, not just off the forty-two point game. I mean, he he shot lights out, like we talked about. Yeah. Uh, great game, but I I think uh, I think not being a fan um, and not being foolish, I think it's it's time for him to go. But it I, is what I, it is. I don't, I don't think um his hit the 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 iron is it don't get hotter than this for me. It won't unless he drops thirty a game next right. year. And I think. But but even though I think with that, um, his age would be a knock on him. His experience would be a knock on him because, I, yeah, they they start they, they they look at you and say, well, how close is he to his ceiling already? I talked about. Hey, listen, I talked about that earlier today, and um, you know, one of the guys at, at my job was saying he played his way into the first round. Um, and I'm just like, I'm not so sure, yeah. even now, um, just because of how, you know, the landscape of, of what professional basketball is. Mm-hmm. He still has to go against guys from overseas. He still has to go against freshmen that are in the league, uh, that are in college right now. And he still, and, and then the emergence of the G League and not outside of the G League, the emergence of this overtime elite. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I believe that. Yeah. I mean, look at Zach Eady. They, they, one national player of the year last year, came back. He's, you know, but he's not a lot to be a lottery pick right now. And and it's it's the age factor. I mean, I, I get it. You know, um, the money is there. Um, a lot of these guys are going to make more money with this Neil deal. But uh, I think in the long run, for the long, I mean, the longevity. You probably they, they can get in the league and be a glue guy, glue, glue guy, and stick. And maybe work their way into being a superstar, you know, in on a rotation. But, you know, I agree with you. It's going to be hard to be one of them top picks as a 24, 25-year-old, you know, rookie. Look, I looked at the, I looked at, at one of the uh the draft boards, man. I think the first, I think out of out of ten, out of the top 10, I think six of them were from overseas, bro. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like right. it is what it is, man. It's a global game now, so they're going all over. They're not just looking at. No, they're, they're, the, saying, they're saying that Cooper Flag was eligible right now. He'd be a top top thirteen. I believe that. Yeah, based on and, the height. Yeah, based on height and youth. That's I mean, 
and uh-huh. youth and what, yeah. you, and what you can turn them into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, court storming. <laughs> what do you stand on court storming? Listen, man, uh, while I enjoy seeing it, you know, it's a good thing for the fans, you know, um, big wins, you know, the students get to go out there and enjoy um, a win. But it's not about that. It's about the safety of the players. Yeah. And uh, when we saw what happened with uh, Filipowski uh, last week versus Wake Forest, and for those who don't know, Duke and Wake Forest played last weekend um, in Winston and uh, ended up at the end of the game, you know, Duke lost the game and um, Wake Forest on the court. Now, I mean, it, it's arguable, but Filipowski ended up getting – well, arguably their best player, the best player they have, um, ended up getting hurt and tw- twisted his knee or something like that and, and got stormed. He got caught up in a rush. Um, so I'll be real, man. Um, you know, something has to be done to to protect these players, you know, period, as a whole. Okay. Um, it's not it's not a thing for, you know, us, you know, in Chapel Hill because we expect to win. So, <laughs> so... You know, it, right. it's not going to happen in, in Chapel Hill, right? Like it's just not going to happen. Um, but yeah, something needs to be, something needs to happen. And certain conferences do have certain stipulations to hey, or 12, certain right? penalties to to write, huh? I think the twelve does right. Fine, it's, SEC does too. Okay. Um. So yeah. So, but the ACC does not, and I I think it's time to look at this thing, man. You know what I mean? Like if if, if you're going to storm the court at least give uh, the opposing team the opportunity to get out of the way, man, right? Because you don't want to see that. We saw it with Caitlin Clark. You know, we saw it with Filipowski. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. whether there was – whether someone deserves an Oscar for, you know, acting or not, <laughs> hey, that's debatable. I'm not going to go there. But regardless, you know, we need to make sure that we're, we're taking care of these players, man. Yeah. I, I think that – I don't have a problem with them. I just think it needs to be better – protocol or, or procedures from it um right i, I mean I, I i don't know um but i i think there's blame to go all around on it to be honest with you far as in the university the coaches the players and the fans because um i looked at it numerous times and um mm-hmm. when 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 the clock struck zero i saw four duke players beeline run yeah, get up out of yeah, I saw yeah. I saw one Duke player. Like you want to smoke from my angle, but uh... <laughs> right, right. So I mean, I I think you know it 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 falls on everybody, but um, you don't mm-hmm. you definitely don't want to see a player hurt. And when I first saw it, I was look, I was like, I was like, damn, this is gonna be bad. This is gonna be bad. This is Duke best player. Look like he got hurt in this shit. You know, this is gonna be bad. Yeah, yeah, um, then, yeah, then, yeah. Then I'm watching the you know Tar Heel game and um timeout. I'm just scrolling the timeline and I see mm-hmm. the, the other angle. I'm like, Ooh. hey man, hey, yeah. Then like I see, I, then I see his interview and he's like, <laughs> it was personal. That guy came at me. I'm like, come on, Kyle. All right, Kyle. <laughs> All right, Kyle. That's cool. Yeah, but you know, uh, for the universities, you can't have it both ways. Like like for Duke. Um, you know, everybody been saying it all week. Um, you can't storm the field and the Clemson player, you know, when y'all beat Clemson, 
and Clemson players were still on the field and they got mobbed in the middle of everything. No one got hurt. But then, you know, profile when, you know, you get, you know, the court mobbed on you. You know what I'm saying? Y'all, you know, either, either, either you're going to be for it or you're going to be against it. You can't be for it in, in one instance. And, you know, but because we know um, Duke basketball team is never going to uh, mob the floor. Carolina, Kentucky, um, Kansas, you know, there, there are certain programs that they're not, fans are not going to rest the floor for because we right. expect to win. Those teams expect to win. Um, right. You know, so a, a Duke beating Clemson in football, yeah, they they were gonna mob. They they're gonna run out on the field. Yeah, of course, of course. So you got. I think you got to be all the way around. You, you feel? You well, feel yeah, good. yeah. But but football, a football field, a football protection is protection. But yeah. I mean, r- realistically, sports court storming, field storming, whatever you want to call it, bro, as a whole, it needs to be some type of protocol, man. Like, and, and I and I look at it as a matter of fact. Um, one of my one of my best friends was actually, if I'm not mistaken, he was at that Clemson game, and he was working security, and he said he was advised that at the end of the day protect the coaches, mm-hmm. and he was advised to protect the coaches because at the end of the day, they had to be interviewed, mm-hmm. right? So he's literally on the field, around you know around um you know Duke's coach making sure that kids don't get in the way of that. Mm. Right. But you know, Hey, something has to happen. Right. So apparently court, court storming and field, uh, you know, rushing, mobbing, storming, whatever. Um, this is, it's all a part of the pitch to, uh, recruits and also, um, you know, um, it's a lot of other things that go into that, but I mean, topic, no, another day. Um, yeah. before we leave sports, um, Drake may. <laughs> okay. Where, where, where is all this uh, venom coming from for for Drake May? Brother, man, honestly, I don't know. Um, I think you, you, we are going into, um, you know. Uh, we're going into, you know, the next upcoming weeks of the NFL draft where experts are going to be nitpicking these highlight tapes or, you know, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. Um, they're not, you know, they're just looking at certain plays. They're looking at plays and they're saying, hey, all right, well, he could have done this. He could have did this. He could have did that differently or whatever the case may be. I don't know if they're taking in the fact the offensive line that we have. I don't know if they're taking in the fact, taking in the, taking into consideration, um, you know, where we were or play calling for that matter or, any, or, or anything, right? Like, yeah. but again, like, I don't want to be a fan, but the tape don't lie, man. To me, to me, the tape doesn't lie. Like, at, at the end of the day, if you told me, what's what's the young man's name? Um, prior to getting hurt from Duke, Riley Leonard. Yeah. Right, Riley Leonard. Riley Leonard could could have been outside of outside of of being hurt and just not having the skill players. Riley Leonard was probably the most talented uh, quarterback in the ACC mm-hmm. as a whole. Okay, and that's just me just looking. That's just me though. I'm just one person. 
mm-hmm. and, and and he plays for the other school that's in blue. Mm-hmm. So like, what, I don't I don't understand what 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 the disconnect is, man. Again, you know, Merrill Hodge came on. He said he wouldn't touch him. I know. What? <laughs> um, I, I, I'm with you. The, the The tape is a tape. The tape is a tape. Um, you 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 can you can put on a tape and um you can nitpick Caleb Williams, Jaden Daniels, Bucks, um um um. McCarthy, um, any one of these guys, any one of these guys, um, yeah. you could, I mean, and you, you can nitpick the shit out of Caleb Williams. If, if this is Caleb Williams freshman year right here, the year that we just had, he might not even be a top pick coming up. If y'all want to say, say it that way, he, he, cause he looked very bad this year compared to what he did last year. Um, is, is everything there? Is everything there? Yes, yes, everything is there. But I, I don't think he had an astronomical year compared to Drake May this year. He didn't have an astronomical yeah. year, Pat. Uh, um, to to put him as they would say to be a generational talent at quarterback right now versus <laughs> is versus the Drake May and J- Jaden Daniels. Bro, I mean, he made plays. Like you Absolutely. said, he made he made plays. Yeah. But oh, excuse me, honestly, I think he's going number one off of last year. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's going number one off last year, right? Um, real realistically, I don't, I don't. When it comes down to the the most league ready player, in my opinion. Offensively, I'm gonna go with Marvin Harrison Jr. Personally, mm-hmm. personally, um, I don't, I don't know if, if, and on top of that, like obviously, you look at it like Jaden Daniels. How I would view it, how I view it, it would be Jaden Daniels one. As far as quarterbacks, one to three, Jaden Daniels one. Drake two, Caleb Williams three, and that's just me, mm-hmm. right? But even even with Jaden Daniels, one thing about it with these quarterbacks, you know, there's no there. I don't I don't feel like there's a there's a generational talent that's just going to come in and change the game out of either, out of none of them. Yeah. It's all about it's all predicated uh, about uh, the system that they go into. That matters uh, a whole lot. That matters because Jaden Daniels, I feel like Jaden Daniels and where the NFL is going, in my opinion, where the NFL is going, he probably has the most game as far as having, you know, mobility and, and things of that nature. And he had two, not one, but two NFL, you know, NFL caliber receivers. Mm-hmm. He really did because b- both of the motherfuckers are going, going, because they, they both entered the draft, correct? Yeah. Yeah. At, at least one of them, if not both of them, are going in the first round. Right. We'll see. And then you got the top three quarterbacks uh, not throwing, you know, which, like, like we business, talked about it. Business yeah, move. Business, business move. Because I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. Once, once number one decided not to throw, 
and and it still can be maybe a toss up maybe i'm not i'm not going i'm not going to jeopardize it we have the tape as we said let let the tape let the tape do the talking at this point um get out of sports man so um YSL defense attorney has been arrested on gang charges Damn, let's talk about it. You know, that, that came out a little while ago. Let's yeah, talk yeah, about we, it. we missed it last week. Yeah, so so this this lady, um <laughs> those pictures are crazy though. <laughs> man, the pictures that posted or whatever. <laughs> like if, yeah, if you have opportunity, man, I hope you put the put that in the in, in our in the video, bro. Okay. Put that one specifically in there. Yeah. Please, if you have opportunity. Um, but yeah, so uh, you know, well, she's the she is chosen as far as like you know rappers especially in atlanta um for for rappers uh you know the being a defense attorney attorney or whatnot and man like it, it, do i believe she's she's gang affiliated no of course not but god damn that that fucking ig did not help your case lady not at all not at all, uh, Nicole Fegan. Not at all. <laughs> Nicole Fegan. I mean, um, but but you 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 have to know. You you would think so, right? That you have to know this is not a good look. How old are those pics? Um, I, honestly, I don't know. They look a little outdated. But these days, anything can be used, especially when when they're when, when yeah. you're on a high, yeah. high, high profile. Um, you know, um, wow. Then videos of you rapping the YSL lyrics, um, using the, the you know, saying nigga, um, all type of shit. Like, I like, yeah. Though she's bugging out, man. She should have scrubbed. She she should have had somebody scrub her shit for her. Yeah. Wow. Um, and that don't help Doug out a whole lot. And and anyone that she's, you know, that that she's help helping defend, which is the majority of, you know, the YSL camp. Right. Damn. Yeah, it's rough, man. It's rough, though. Wow, wow, wow. Um, how do you feel about the uh th these new MOSs that the army is trying to implement, like the proposed musician or rapper, um, singer? I I had no idea about it. Yeah, that's that's that's, Tell that's me more. being proposed. So um they are figuring out a way to implement, I guess it's along with uh, being a musician, um, um um rapper, singer, whatever as as an <laughs> MOS. And it's to target more of Gen Gen V. What are we in? Gen this gen this is not Gen Z, is it? It might. I don't. Bro, know. Don't, don't give me the fucking. But this this generation. Which okay. I don't know how it works because I doubt you can just sit down and write rhymes all day as work. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That shit sounds like you're gonna be uh yeah. on details all day or some shit because hey, you might be able to write you know sit down and write a song or write, I don't know like that shit just sounds crazy to me. It's it's smart, I guess. It's very smart. It's smart, recruiting wise. It, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From, from a number standpoint, it's smart. Um, wow. Okay. 
that's something new to me, though. Yeah, I saw the I saw the uh, proposed uh, the article, and I'm like, well, because uh, so now um there there are two two guys young young African Americans that have um they were on uh, TikTok or IG sitting in their car rapping, and I guess it became a big deal. They blew up on it, and uh, they are actually getting paid to rap and be rappers, and they're in army as you know at active duty. So I guess the army is now looking into that as something, uh, you know, career wise. I guess they have to try to figure out how to implement it and make it an actual MOS, but not just rapping. You know, I guess it every it'll encompass everything: singing, country music, everything. Just far as in you know this generation as a whole. But hell, you'll have bloggers in a minute, right? Like, where, where does it stop? It it doesn't reg. We already know, you know, and I know that uh, the armed forces changes with the times, man. And and the armed forces is going to appeal. It's going to try their best to appeal to whatever's in. That's just how it works. I mean, it's, it, sometimes it's a little slow, right? But ultimately, that's what they're going to try to do, man. And and you and I both know that that the numbers are down as far as uh, people enlisting or mm-hmm. you know going to officer route or whatever that whatever that may look like. Uh, so they're going to do whatever it is that they feel the need to do, man, to get the numbers up, dog. Smart. I don't know where we go as a nation or what that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, don't, I, I don't know, man. It'll be interesting to see, but, you know, by that time, you'll, you'll be on, on the bigger and better things. And I definitely am well removed from that. So mm-hmm. they, they can have, have it and do what they want to do. I'll, I'll be on the sidelines. Um, <laughs> um, do, did you have a problem with Rachel Dozell, uh, who is now Nick, Nikichi Diallo or whatever her name is, um, losing her teaching job because they found out she had an OnlyFans or her OnlyFans page was uncovered? Man, here's the thing about it, dog. While you can do, you know, you as a adult, as a human being, you can do whatever you want to do, bro. Like, you, you should be able to do whatever it is you want to do, dog. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, man, um, come on, man. You, you, come on. Come on, man. You teaching the youth, man. What you want? In the age of the internet, dog, where you can jailbreak fucking OnlyFans and all this shit and all that, you really want, like, realistically, do you really want Luna in the classroom with a teacher that's busting it wide open or whacking (laughs) off and shit like that, right? Like, it's going to come, because, you know, these phones, everything, these kids know what time it is. Do you really want that? Is that really acceptable? You know, you just changed something for me because at first I was gonna be like, you know, I don't know if I really have a, a issue with it. Until being, it hits the home. Well, well, being in the grade, what depending on what grade, because I don't expect, you know, these elementary or middle school kids to be surfing only fans. And if they are, then that's a bigger issue with, I think, at home that is being allowed but of course kids gonna find a way and do whatever but um now high school might be something different 
Um, I don't know, you know, you go into school and you see your only your, your favorite OnlyFan model, you know, you happen to go to PTA and your favorite OnlyFan, you know, the one you subscribing to is right there. And you're like, oh shit, like that's your that's your your, your son or your daughter's teacher now is like, oh fuck, all right. I don't know. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, does it does it affect the teaching? It doesn't. It might not affect it. No, it might not affect the teaching because at the end of the day, they're professional one way or another. Right. But I'm talking about it's. There you go. And as far as again, like male, female, female, male, whatever, right? Like. Are these kids going to respect the fact that it's possible that, you know, you have this woman in front of them teaching them about morals and ethics? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, back at the ranch, <laughs> they in the back of the class, <laughs> they watching Miss Trunchbull, you know what I'm saying, busting yeah. it wide open. Yeah. Or you know, yeah, you know, Mister Johnson going crazy. Mister Johnson out here beating his meat. <laughs> okay, so what? What if? What if it's just a foot? She's just a foot model. No, you can't. You, you can't. You can't do it that way, dog. Okay. You can't do it that way. You can't say, "Oh, you could be on OnlyFans only if you got your feet or your hands on there." Like you can't. That's not realistic. Mm -hmm. Nah. <laughs> oh man. Um. So, her losing her job is not an issue. Then, can it's unfortunate can you dog. Quest, I need you to delete this account or whatever else, and blah 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 blah. Or we're gonna have to terminate you. Or is the damage already done by by you having the page? Because well, well, once once something is on the internet, it's on the internet forever. It's gonna live there. Yeah, yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, sorry for you, Miss uh, Nikichi. Too bad, too bad. Did you uh see the uh Malia Obama thing? Tell me about it. So she is dropping her last name. And she's going, and I guess she's going to go by Malia Ann, which is her middle name. Um, something else I have to look into is being said that her birth name is Malia Nesbitt. Yes, I, I have to look into it. I don't know. Um, but she is going to go by Malia Ann because she doesn't want to benefit or profit or be i guess what, what put in positions because of her last name she don't want to reap the benefits I get, it, I, get it, I get it 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 that as, makes sense. As, a, as a parent i'm listen you, you, you we worked hard for you to reap the benefits. I get it, but we, we worked hard for you to reap these benefits. 
And I don't think her dropping the name going by Melissa Ann or Malia Ann, my bad, Malia Ann, I don't think that changes the thing. Maybe paperwork, you send in something and, you know, wh whether you're applying for a job or whatever, whatever they're doing, whatever they're doing, um, and there's not a face to it, maybe, but I don't think it changes too much. Independence, man. Yes, independence. Independence, bro. Independent. And you, you being young, you, you wanted not that you had the same pressure they have, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, you wanted some sort of independence, right? Like mm -hmm. you, because you were a junior, correct? Yeah. Right? At the end of the day, imagine you being back back in your hometown, you know, where your pop said, and motherfucker, you grown ass man, motherfucker, people call you Little Ridge. I mean, yeah, I get it. I and and get that's it. just, you know, I know you're yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, you're going to be like, yo, what the fuck, nigga? Big Ridge, nigga, fuck you talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. one and only. <laughs> but uh so so um now let's look at the side of mm -hmm. not 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 realizing not not have not growing up with that privilege okay now Tell you know for you and i may may be like you know what i would have i would have loved to grow up with that, you know, or, or or had the opportunity to say, oh, I don't want to use my last name because it's just opening too many doors for me. And I rather, I gotta, but this generation has to get it out the mud, right? Or they feel like they have to. They feel like they have to, yeah. They feel like they have to. Now you you busted your ass for 20, 25 years to, to make the living that you know, um, for for your children, you know what I'm saying. And let's say something happened with with unapologetic. We're big, right? Um, and we talked about this. I you know I asked you how would you feel if if, if Adonis wanted to change his name? Yeah. Now Adonis tells you that I I, I feel like I'm in your shadow. Yeah. I'm gonna, I, you know, I'm gonna change my name to blah 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 blah. You like? Yeah, that. I'm gonna feel away, dog. I am gonna feel away. Yeah. From a parent standpoint, I'm saying, like, I'm not saying I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, I'm not saying that, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not trying to change the answer. Yeah. Yeah, bro. It, it, it's it's just it's sticky because at the end of the day, we're supposed to um, support our kids mm -hmm. for the things that they want to do. Mm -hmm. So I can't support my son for what he wants to do except for changing his name right or my daughter who has my name now yeah and, and you know and even with that like when 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 if you well because i don't think too much is going to change but when 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 the world when you find out how cold the world is and and and, and it's you getting a lot of asses to kiss you can't flip the switch and be like okay i want to be miss obama now you know what i'm saying because yeah. you and i you and i know how cold this world can be yeah, and, 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 and how a door can get slammed in your face. But you know what I'm saying? It, it having the right name attached to you or whatever else, you know, it, it, you can have unlimited opportunities and chances. So. That's true. Good luck to her. Good luck wow. to her. Um, listen. Huh. Yeah. I'd, I'd have to matter of fact, 
Yeah, I, I'd have to keep that one. <laughs> All right. I'd have to keep. But so honestly, uh, do what? What do you think? Like in the grand scheme of things, how much do you think it changes things? Just in, in your opinion, it changes nothing for them because everybody knows who they are. Right. You just cannot be the president, the president's daughter, and think you're gonna not use your last name, and no one's gonna, you know. We watched you grow up for how long? Eight years, right? Yeah, yeah. If not more than that, because you're still, you know, Kenley in the pub in the public life, but whatever. Um. Um. And I, I think we was talking about that, and that led to like a, 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 you know, not knowing the struggle growing up, versus you know, living. A, but you, you can, you can grow up with all these things and not have the best life, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people that, you know, we've seen struggle, make the best of what they have, and, you know, it's it's the world to them. Right. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, not, not, having, not, not having it, you know, not having to grow up like that, you know, she can't. You know, won't be able to possibly relate. Just like we won't be able to possibly relate to what trials and tribulations they had to go through, which you know, being in that limelight and that lifestyle. But I'm real interested about that uh, Malia Nesbitt. Why? Why is that her her birth name? Yeah, I don't know nothing about that, man. We'll we'll, we'll talk about that next week. We will. Um, Cam Newton. Got into a tussle. <laughs> um, yeah. With the TSP crew. Okay. Um, I I just I honestly I thought it was some clown shit because it's some it's a bunch of adults. Um, you had a camp, kids. Um, seven or seven. Yeah, seven or seven. But it it should be about the kids, and a learning lesson, teaching something that, 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 that can, you know, be beneficial to, um, for instance, Sarah Donald was there. Right. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You know, it, 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 it puts a black eye on, you know, a potentially great thing. Cause what if Cam say, fuck this shit. I'm not doing this shit next year. Matter of fact, yeah. I'm not doing this no more. Cause it seems like every time I have a camp of some sort, Somebody wants to question me. A kid wants to wants to jump bad in Charlotte and you know, bad mouth me or do this or do that. A, a, a parent here, a parent there. Now I'm now now I'm you know, coaches got a problem. Yeah, I'm scrapping the shit. Yeah, uh, you know what, man? It, it was it was pretty whack, bro. It was whack as fuck. Um, you know, I, I watched the video a couple of times, man, just to see what was going on. First and foremost, I'll say this, like you know. The guys that that try to jump on Cam or whatever the case may be, they say he's talking reckless or talking yeah. crazy or whatever, right? Um, I told the homies um in my group chat, like, you know, if you if you look back, if you if you look at it for the past couple of years since Cam been doing it, Cam does talk crazy to these motherfuckers, dog. Mm -hmm. He does, but he ain't putting no hands on nobody, right? I mean, it's the spirit of the, it's in the spirit of the game. That's, that's how it goes, right? This mm -hmm. is the culture. Mm -hmm. Right, talk a little shit. It is what it is. Hey, my team gonna bust your team ass. It is what it is. Y'all both suck. Mm -hmm. 
Right. Who cares? Um, from your standpoint, yeah, Cam funding this thing and and uh, you know, if he was to if he was to pull the plug, then what? Absolutely. There we go. Because you, you mad because this man this man trash talking? Because it ain't a, it ain't too many other athletes doing that thing doing that. I don't know nobody else doing it. In the Absolutely. Show. Absolutely. Um, and and so you know they got they they've been on you know different platforms and saying that he was saying this and saying that or whatever the case may be. Dog, bottom line is suck it the fuck up. Right. Yeah. We we are those. We 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 going going past that whole. Um, I got you know it, it's up because you said something or you know you know we should be at that point to now is 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 it's about the the contact. You put your hands on me. That's when we have an issue. The hands got put on Cam, so he did what he had to do. On top Absolutely. of this three, this three of you niggas, and y'all, y'all couldn't bust Cam ass. Listen, the the worst thing you can do, the worst mistake you can make in a fight is try to fight when you're wearing a hoodie anyway. <laughs> yeah, nigga, that's the dumbest thing ever. You you set yeah. yourself up. Cause a nigga yeah. might not even be in a fight, but you got a hoodie on, and he can grab that hoodie. Mm-hmm. That's like a dog leash almost. Mm-hmm. That's like a dog leash, <laughs> right, right or wrong. You yeah. can rag yeah. all the motherfucker any anyway with that hoodie, especially if that shit pull up over your head. Oh, yeah. nigga, good night. Yeah, good night. Yeah, I'm choking you to sleep. You got a hoodie on fighting me. <laughs> you going night night. Nighty night. <laughs> Yeah, it's just fucking whack, dog. It is, um, especially in front of the kids, man. Like that—that that, to me, that's a precedence that you don't want to set. Yeah, precedence you don't want to set. Um, they gotta do better, man. And um, um, you know, I, I I would take my hat off the cam to continue to do that. Um, whether he's doing it in Charlotte or Atlanta or wherever else, because you know he he's to the point of where he don't have to. Because ain't nobody else doing it, you know what I'm saying? And and yeah, you, you can't blame him for not doing it anymore because of shit like this. Because like I said, this this ain't the first time. You know, um, motherfuckers are just so disrespectful these days, dog. Yeah, they are, man. Don't bite the motherfucking hand that feeds you, dog. Um, yeah. Did Did you watch any of the uh the Wendy Williams thing? I haven't seen it yet, brother. All right, we won't talk about it that much. It's, it's kind of uh. It's, it's touching though, man. Just just to look at it, like I said, that brought a, that brought up that conversation of you know me and my mom talking about a will and everything because um, they froze all her shit and appointed guardians over her estate and whatever else, which happens to not even be family or people that are close to her. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's what happens when you don't have a will in place, like. It's, but she it's did, though. Yeah, but but I guess when when they deem you not mentally capable or stable, you know, and able to make certain decisions or do this or do that, I I mean I don't know the the legal things that they go through, but it went through court, you know. Um, so from things I've read, Wendy Williams has at least sixty five million in the bank that can't even be touched. Well, what type of health conditions does she have? Um, so she was diagnosed. Um, I I don't even know the proper that I can't even pronounce the name of the term, but I know um uh earlier 
last week. Um, it was um, well, I, she has uh, aphasia. Um, it was something else. It was like frontal lobe something, um, dementia. Um, they kept showing her legs and her feet. She had some kind of like her feet was swole the fuck up, and she was like, you know, I can only feel like I only got like two percent feeling in my in my you know in my feet. Um, I mean, like it was it was a lot, and then you know along with the the drinking issues i guess but you know um one part one part like she was just talking like she was like there and then like me and you let's say me and you talking about basketball and next thing you know i'm talking about uh ducks crossing the street and you like how the fuck do we, you know what I'm saying? But, and, and everybody's like that. Like they're having, and that, that's just me using an example. Like they're, they're just having a conversation. And next thing you know, she's just like, yeah. And you know, the ducks was crossing the street and I didn't, and they like, hold on now. You know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, supposedly she's better now. This is on a documentary. Yes. It came on lifetime. It was four part, uh, came on throughout over the weekend. Um, it's pretty interesting, man. Um, Wow. Know, for a lot of reasons um um and, and and a little little heartbreaking you know just to see you know this uh prominent black woman that you know is a part of a lot of different parts of the culture as far as in whether you want to talk about music podcast blogging talk show mm -hmm. uh like you name it um media wise she's been there and done it so yeah um but you know um um hopefully everything works out um even the part with you know um, her and her kids and like where her her son they have some kind of, I don't that relationship is crazy to me dog um, but you know it, it's it's kind of heartbreaking man but really you get a chance to see it man check check it out um, check it out man um, new charges on on Puff Daddy um, there's a guy said uh, you showing your age you showing your age when you call him Puff Daddy oh I'm sorry Diddy. <laughs> brother love or brother, brother love. love let's go with that one um there's a guy that, that claims he was sexually assaulted yes yeah. that um diddy made him watch tapes of uh stevie j having sex with another man um he he said that diddy introduced him to cuba gooden jr and cuba gooden jr fondled him um he said he was um he believes he was sexually assaulted by young Miami and her, her cousin, but he was drugged possibly in sleep. So he, he can't really, um, 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 substantiate that. Um, mm -hmm. he has, he has text messages and screenshots of some of this shit. Um, also he says that young Miami was, was, um, a key part of him recruiting prostitutes to come have sex, do lewd acts with numerous people. Um, Justin Combs was also a recruiter of prostitutes and even underage prostitutes. Yeah. So there's a whole lot of shit. Yeah. Listen, man, when it rains, it motherfucking pours, man. I don't know what's real and what ain't real, man, but Diddy ass is in trouble. But Diddy got... <laughs> Jesus Christ! The optics right? don't look good, man. And it's just like, but we know we know how this goes, right? Um, you know, all it takes is one person. Yeah, all it takes is one brave soul 
and the motherfucking bottom is going to fall out or whatever the fuck you got going on. Mm-hmm. I hope that it's a bunch of bullshit. I mm-hmm. hope that it is. But if it's not, right. Yeah. Brother love. Brother love, brother love. I hope I hope that bankroll is as big as what, you know, we think it is. Absolutely. There's going to be a lot of paying motherfuckers off. Oh, my God. Yes, it is. I think at the time I was recording, I saw something about two young ladies was, well, they they can substantiate that guy's uh, claims. So we'll we'll see. Um, But, yeah, the the money. We said this when initial news broke out, we first talked about it. Like, we're going to see how much money he really got now. This is where, yeah, we, we we talked about that a few yeah. months ago. Yeah, this is this is the, exactly that that case. Like, because if if this shit goes away, which it it hasn't, um, mm-hmm. you can lay low as much as you want to. But like you said, when that when that can is open, you you can't put the you can't put it back in. You can't put the toothpaste back in the tube. So, Cassie twisted the top, and. Is is there now? So every everyone that has 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 a case or claim or think they have one, it's open game for them. Mm-hmm. Bro, open game. I don't know, man. I don't know, dog. Like, oh, <laughs> I hope we got a ducks in a row, man. And yeah. you know, man, it's it's just you can't say that it's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Because if people have been affected by him or his team or you know Young Miami or, or whoever the fuck, right? You can't you can't just dismiss the things that they're saying because they you know they could be true. Mm-hmm. They very much could be true, and I hope that they're not true for both parties. Yeah, I hope they're not true, dog. Yeah. Um. You know, thoughts and prayers to all parties involved, man. Because I, I think this, this shit is probably going to get a lot worse, a lot messier than it's going to get better. Right. Man. And, you know, the bad thing about it is, well, I'm not going to say the bad thing about it is, but one thing for sure is when you see Cassie get paid, whatever amount she got is undisclosed. I ain't seen Cassie ass since. Somebody else is gonna be like, okay, it's my turn. Yeah, like that. That's what it. Yeah, and somebody else, somebody else, somebody else, man. But the thing is, man, it's it's kind of like. So I thought about this, and I was talking to Sharia about this. Okay. Diddy had an album drop, right? Mm-hmm. A damn, a pretty good one too. Yes, Cassie stepped all on that shit. You don't hear none of that album on the radio. He's drunk on that motherfucker. Yes. Yes. A town stomped on that shit. There's no yeah. tour. Yeah. Um, good features. You don't hear none of those artists that was featured like talking about it, playing like their music on, on the albums not being played. Like that shit went quiet, quick. And like you said, a pretty good album. Yeah. I don't even know if that shit charted, which it should have. Yeah, it's pretty good. Album. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good album, though. Pretty good album, though. You talking about a, a strategic, <laughs> surgical? Cassie was surgical. I, I love that. 
Jesus surgical with Christ. that motherfucker. Yes. Mm. Mm. Man. Um how 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 important is it for you for your partner to have a social life outside of you? Very important. Let's dig into it. Um go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Um, so I, I, I agree with you. Um I, I feel like um having that one person is great, but I think you need more, you, you know, more more than that. You need uh, to have uh, multiple outlets. You need to have, of course, the friend, the lover, you know, yeah. whoever you're going to confide and talk to, but also, um, and I'll use me and you, for example, we can hang mm -hmm. out, we can go drink, we can party, we can do all this other shit. Mm -hmm. You know, that, mm -hmm. that brings a whole nother aspect to it. Mm -hmm. You know, um, outside of me just having um, my lady as a friend. Yeah, of course. And then, you know, um, but some people like being up under that one person all the time and I'm not particularly that type of person. Right. I might need, you know, I need an outlet outside of this. Right. Right. You know what, man? I think it's important because uh it it just some well everybody's different, right? Like you're the same way that I am, right? Like um I think it's, I think it's important to have that let out, right? And and on top of that, um how I am, like, you know, my love life is, is my love life, right? Mm -hmm. My love life is my is, is my love life. Yeah. Uh, right. And and I and I take pride in making sure that I'm gonna take care of you know my significant other, right? Like mm -hmm. it is what it is. I'm I'm gonna do my best to do that. However, um when it when it boils down to it, you gotta have for me, I have to have um well, I don't have to have, but I really, really appreciate the relationships that I have with some of my partners. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I call you my dog, then that's what you are to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um. And and that's just how it goes. Like again, like I I use, you know, I, again I'm gonna use myself for an example. Um. Outside of you, you know, outside of, of, of guys that I grew up with, you know, from from the sandbox or from, you know, since free lunch that I've known, you know, um, I have a group of friends that I met in college. Mm -hmm. Right. I went to college 20, 20 years ago, 20 going on 21 years ago. Okay. Right. And these are guys that in some way, shape, form or fashion that I probably talk to at least every day. Right. They're all successful. Everyone, everyone is successful. Everyone is doing their own things. Everyone has their own lives. But at the end of the day, we we formed a brotherhood that, yes, I want. You know, we all as 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 a man, you know, as a heterosexual man, you know, I want my forever. You know what I'm saying? With with, mm -hmm. with a, mm -hmm. but the bond that I have with these gentlemen, I take it very very serious. Right. Right. I take that very serious. So and it helps me. You help me. And at certain times, you know, yes, your woman can do this. Your woman can do that. Or, you know, your woman is supposed to be your best friend. That's fine. Yeah. That's OK. But there are certain things. I don't, I don't give a damn what it is. There are certain things that your, your woman can't relate to. 
Right. Because she's not walking in the same shoes that you are. Okay. Yeah. So your homeboy or your or your partners, they can. And I think it's the same for women. Mm-hmm. I can tell my woman everything up under the sun, right? Like, oh, this should, you shouldn't be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that, or this looks like you know, this looks like bullshit or whatever. She's yeah. a woman. Uh-huh. I can't it's certain things that I can't relate about. I'm not, I don't, I'm not on the same frequency as you as a woman. Yeah. And that's why you need your partners. Because uh, go ahead. Well, no, I, I'm saying it's that's important. Uh huh. So, I, and, and with that, um, men, women, men and men, women and women, men, men bond different with men, women bond different with women. So, uh, you know, the, the talk, um, the way we talk and interact with each other, um, even from the sandbox, how how boys play with each other, you know what I'm saying? Um, pause. We'll say that you know, rough house. Um, everything else you know what i'm saying is different than how little girls interact with each other so you know i i think even from that younger age as um a little boy growing up you know what i'm saying that mm-hmm. interaction with, with with other boys is um very vital in growing up legit um do you think we feel that way because you could put us in any room and we we gonna move. We can talk. We gonna conversate. What you mean? So uh, far as in um just the socialization part, because everybody not might not be and not not to say whether you are or I am an introvert or an extrovert, but I know for a fact you could put us in a room and we gonna talk, we gonna socialize, we gonna conversate. Um yeah. We we might be the the entertainment of the room at, at a particular time here or there. You know what I'm saying? It might be, yeah. but somebody else, let's say your partner, my partner, whoever, might not be social like that. So they might see it. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. I mean that that comes into play, dog. But again, you gotta know who you, who you're rocking with. Mm-hmm. You gotta you gotta know who you're rocking with. You gotta know. You gotta you gotta make that clear, man. Right, like I'm, I'm gonna always make it clear. Right, yeah, right. Like it, it just it, it's it's neat for me personally. It's needed. Yeah, and it's nothing against you. I'm just I'm go out and yeah. go hang out. Like yeah, it's, it's next nothing. Time, next time we go out together. Yeah, yeah, but it's needed. I need that. Yeah, I need that. I I have friends all across the world. Mm-hmm. So when the opportunity presents itself, you know, you never know who needs what. Mm-hmm. I've had times where you know. Well, I'll talk about the, the group again that I, that that I I was speaking on earlier, right? They go we we range from DC to DC to North Carolina, yeah, DC to North Carolina, right? Like, and, and I'm I'm talking about ten solid guys that I've been rocking with for damn near twenty years, mm-hmm. right? So at and at, and at the end of the day, you know. Sometimes somebody might might need that that little pep, and they they might need a little opportunity to get out and get away from 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 home life, right? Right. right. It's like, all right, so we gonna mob, we mobbing then. All right, you come on the net, you say that we mobbing. I feel like that's important, like to on both ends of the spectrum. For for who I am as a friend, for who my friends are to me, 
You understand what I'm saying? Like that that's important. And and yeah. Some women are like that, some women are, you know, some women had a bunch of men, you know, my man, my man, my man, I get it. I, I understand it. You want to be in your man, live in your man's skin and all that stuff, but at the end, at the end of the day, you know, the opposite sex, or in some cases, the same sex is going is going to help you out in, in seeing things in a different light. And I think that's important. Mm -hmm. I, what do you tell or how do you deal with the partner that don't really have a social life, that don't go out like that, don't do, like, they 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 are comfortable, and I, I'm, for most, for all intents, I'm comfortable, comfortable with being in a house. Like, I don't really have yeah. to go out and do something, but that person is like, I'm good. Like they're always in the house. Want to be in the house. They don't have to go out. They don't go out. Don't really seem like they got social life. But I don't think I don't think you necessarily um try to change them. But at the same time, you gotta let them know that it's important to you on what you got going on, on what you like to do. Mm -hmm. so I I think potentially at some point in time it might become an issue or could become an issue with you. Going out doing your thing, hanging out outside of them, have you know, um, you know, because I think at some point in time they feel like, well, damn, he he should be he she whoever should be here with me. Yeah, it happens. Or, or oh, you, you you went out, you you was out last Saturday with your with your niggas, like da da da, you know, and you like, well, yeah, I, I try to get out once a week, you know, at least. Bro. It happens, man. It happens. Got to be some balance, dog. Is it true, <laughs> in your opinion, that um, every man likes to feel like his lady is the baddest in the room? I Realistically, think, we know that's not going to always be the case. Yeah, but I, I, I think, I think you would want that. Yeah. I think a lot play comes into play with that, far as in just the the uh, how how you know. Of course, you and I, we 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 are. I'm not gonna say sticklers for dress, clothes, fashion, shoes, all other stuff, but you know, it's kind of like one of them things. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, yeah, um, I, I wouldn't say that it, they it has to be, but. I do feel like when when we leave out the house, especially we going somewhere together, like, you know, I like I want to feel like whether we in a room or not, you know, like this woman is gorgeous. She's fine as fuck. Well, there's a difference. Is it she's is is my old lady gorgeous or fine as fuck, or is she the baddest in this motherfucker? There's a difference. Yeah, it is, it is. But but well, so I'm I wanna feel like that, but I, I do I, I do wanna feel like she's the baddest when we leave out the house. Now we got we might get to a place that she might not be. But I want to feel that way. Okay, so let's dig into it. So so you think that's something on you or that's something on her? We you're talking about strictly physical, correct? Um well that's all you gotta go go off of, you know, and, and, unless you know the individuals that you're around, like far as and what what else is there outside of the physical? 
Well, maybe I, the reason why I'm saying it because if 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 you rocking with your old lady, right, uh, and you know she has all the intangibles and she looks good, in your mind you might be like, man, ain't no way in fuck nobody fucking with with my younger. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, when we talking about strictly physical. I mean, yeah, of course you want to. Of course you want to. It's not always the case, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa for men, like you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But <laughs> is there an attempt by you to to when you leave the house and y'all together, like you know what? I'm I'm not. I'm I'm putting the best foot forward. When when me and my lady walk in the room, like. It, it ain't, it ain't gonna be no doubt that you know, I just threw this shit on. I'm gonna smell good. I'm gonna look good. Like it now, I might not be the baddest nigga in this room, but it ain't because you know, I didn't put my best foot forward. Yeah, to me personally. Yeah. Off oh, I'm out. It's true. I'm always put my first, my best foot forward. <laughs> like, and, and that's how I feel. I feel like you know, you are, you are. For all intents and purposes, an extension of your person, you know, because you never want nobody to see him like, damn. Yeah, well, you would hope that you, yeah, you would hope that your partner put their best foot, you know, put that shit on, whatever that looks like. Yeah, of course. I'm with you. Of course. I had this uh question, not question, conversation. We was talking about um women who are um, well, f- for the most part, most women naturally are submissive, right? Submissive conversation. Um never fails to submissive it, conversation. But so so this is this would be a this might be a uh, interesting one. I'm a, I'm gonna throw a twist on it for you. Um, All right. Most are kind of naturally submissive. Um depending on the man or the person they're with, the comfortability level and all the other stuff, right? So um I was uh, um I was thinking about it and um you know we we know everything that happened last year you know um the situation I had to deal with you know with my, my mother and everything right um so my mother is by herself right she doesn't really have a a man around to do this do that whatever else right so okay. um this is where it kind of like came like I had a thought in my mind um I'm my mother's son and I've always, you know, um, well, her only son at that. Um, and, you know, it's always been like, you know, you know, your parent. So you do, you know, they say, hey, go do this, go do that. You know, it's it's always like, you never feel like you're the one in charge and control, right? But so we had an, inst- we had an instance where, to where, you know, we was trying to do something. My mom was like, well, you're the man, go ahead and take lead. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? For the last year, like my mom has been, I guess kind of in a submissive role with me to where she, you know, cause she hasn't had the opportunity to, for the terms that they, they use today, relax and let a man take control. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So anything that we've been doing is, you know, I've been making the decisions, the planning. And I, and it was kind of like, when I thought about it, I'm like, you know, this is something I'm used to my mom doing because I've always seen my mom in control, doing everything. But, you know, 
she's been married for X, Y, Z years. And now she's kind of, you know, out there. She's not, you know, with the man. <clears throat> and it hasn't been that way for a little while now. So she hasn't had the opportunity to, you know, just let somebody be in control or be in charge and take the lead. And I've seen my mom in more of a submissive role the last year, year and a half than I've ever, than I felt like I've ever had in my life. Okay. And I, you know, came to thought about it. And I'm thinking about that. Well, the, is, is that a part of that? You know, a lot of women or most women are naturally submissive. It just depends on the person. Well, I think it, it, it depends on the, situ the the circumstances. That's what I think. I think it depends on the circumstances. And I think, uh, like like you said, like your mom lost her partner. So it's a little different and, and for, for her and, and, and what she needs and what she doesn't need. And she just, you know, may be tired. You know what I mean? Um, you know, um, it's all complacent upon situations, bro. Like, or people, like you just said. Yeah, for sure. It's all about about what where a where a person is in their life, man. Um, submissiveness. I don't know if if I would call, you know, from a mother son aspect. I don't I don't know if, if the right terminology is submissive, but I but I know what you're saying. Mm -hmm. um, you know, again, that that just may be something that she wants. You know, she wants you to take the lead on certain things as her only son, and, and as you know, uh, right now the the uh, a male figure that you know she can lean on that she needs to lean on, given the law for her husband. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I yeah. think that had thing to do with it. Yeah, I found it. Um, I don't, I don't know when I when I was looking at it because I'm like you know um, I just realized like this last. Like I said, year, year and a half, whatever we, we, you know, um, I've been making all the decisions, and that's not a role that I'm used to with my mom, you know, with with the parent. Mm -hmm. You know, I I felt like I was always looking to, you know, if there was answers or, or if there's questions, I was always looking to my mom for the answers. Right, of course, of course. And now it's the other way around, you know, and she's fully able and capable, but. It's more or less like, okay, well, what next? What next? Well, how are we gonna do this? What time? What time are we leaving? You know, and I'm like, well, okay, you know. And she's like, well, no, I'm asking you, like, what are we gonna do? What you know? I'm like, okay, all right, You're right. I get it. Especially if if, if you the one driving, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. That's my girl. That's my girl, man. Um, listen, today today was an adventure with her and uh, this DMV thing, and um, she hasn't had an eye test and Lord knows when, and just um, her peeking in those in in that shit and reading out, and I and the board is right there, and I'm looking, I'm like, you know, <laughs> the lady's like, the lady is doing everything. She's like, can, can you start over, ma'am? Just start over. Oh, she's, having, she's having a little trouble today. <laughs> oh my God. Just back, back, back up and just let your eyes rest real quick. You know, my mom, oh. um, shout out my mom. She she just turned 66 on the uh 22nd. Okay. Um, yeah, but um and the lady's like, Do you got you got reading glasses? You got last? She was like, Yeah, she was like, Well, how about you try those? And she was like, 
I read better without the glasses. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> but she got back in there. And, you know, she I think she got like she missed one, so you know everything was fine. But I'm like, all right, man. Like you, you not that spring chicken no more. You getting up there, yeah. And is you know you need to go go get your eyes checked out again. Right for sure. For sure. Five six years, you know. You ain't yeah. last time you got your eyes checked. You was in your fifties. You in your sixties now. You know so. You know, it's not uncommon for, you know, adults of your age to be, you know, their vision to, you know, start diminishing, you know, right along with hearing and all that other stuff. So that goes along to that, that talk. We, you know, that, that I think the thing we was talking about, you know, one of the hardest things about growing up is watching your parents, you know, um, I'm not going to say decline, but, you know, know, knowing that they're not as invincible as. Grow old. Yeah. Grow old. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. All right, let's get to these unapologetic truths, man. Um, yes, sir. So, um, piggybacking off of last week, um, we're going to flip it. Um, a celebrity that everyone don't really think looks all that good, but you think they do. Mm. That's hard for me. A celebrity that everyone doesn't think looks good, yeah, but that really I good. do. Every I, man, everyone, everyone is a tough. So we gotta go with popular. Um, somebody that a celebrity that that probably can uh, that looks good, but it's this would be not a popular opinion. Then unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Yeah, as far as in looks, folks. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with Burgundy Baker from the shot. That's that's her real name. Burgundy Baker's a real name. She's what, what character did she play? Keisha, I think. Okay, the uh the, the, the sister. sister. Yeah, I'm gonna go with her. Hmm. I'm gonna go with her. She's North Carolinian too, by the way. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with her. I, I I something about her I like. I like her a lot. Okay. Yeah, she can get this work. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I, I, damn. Uh, wow, one that don't get talked about a lot. I guess that would be an unpopular opinion. Uh, <laughs> wow, wow. Um. What about Jade, the wrestler? She's pretty, yeah, she's no, she is, but 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 the 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 muscular appearance throws a lot of people off. Would you say that? Maybe, but as, I mean, as a whole, though, even yeah, I her, think as a whole, but I don't know. I'm I'm hard. I'm, maybe, maybe, maybe. but I mean, hey, to each his own, dog. I just pulled. I just pulled one out. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't Burgundy know. Baker ain't gonna get no press like talking about it unless you follow her for real, for real. Yeah, I don't know. I get it. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'll come back to it. Maybe I'll. Maybe I'll think of one. I'll come back. Um, aside from money, assuming that it's money, what else genuinely makes you happy? Outside of money, yeah. 
assuming that it's money that genuinely makes you happy. Well, yeah, money doesn't isn't the thing that. Um, but out, outside of what genuinely makes me happy is my kids being happy, bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my children being being happy, my children smiling. Um, talking to Luna, I don't, it's something about that girl, man, that got me wrapped around her finger. Even looking at memories and little videos, um, yeah, I, I just like God, I I miss her at what two years ago. Like yeah. that size, she's five now, about to be six this year. You know, right. three years old, two years old, three years old. You know, running around, the little pitter patter of her feet. You know, I, I right. that that shit melts my heart. Yeah. Um. What has contributed to, what has contributed the most to your growth? Losses. Else. Losses, man. I, I can't I can't express that enough. Losses and knowing shit, certain shit that I fucked up or certain certain opportunities that I didn't take or mm -hmm. certain opportunities that I took and didn't take serious. Mm -hmm. Else, man. Mm. Having daughters. Oof. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Having daughters. Slow me down a lot. Okay. Yeah, slow me down a lot. Um, I the way I was running around and 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 interacting with women and doing things, yeah. Um, slow daughters slowed me down, and then especially, um, I guess I could say a divorce. Okay. Because I ended up being a, a single father, you know, with custody of a of a little girl, and that definitely changed a whole lot of shit. Shit changed a lot, I'm sure. Yeah. Just the way you gotta interact and move and you know, when you used to moving and shaking and like women leaving and another one coming in and all that other shit and all and you just can't can't do that shit no more. You know? Yeah. Then you like you really want your daughter to see that or think that's the cool thing to do. And I'm in Miami at the time and Right. <laughs> So imagine how hard that was. You in Miami and you hanging out, you going out, you just meeting people any and everywhere. So. Man, rough. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, daughters. Um, I'm at the celebrity thing, but um, I think that's it, man. We good. Hey, man, well, shout out to you, Big Dog, for keeping this thing afloat, man. Shout out to all our listeners. We appreciate you. Um, shout out to the great state of North Carolina. Shout out to my support system. Shout out to my babies, man. My parents, they out in California right now doing they want to, man. Getting a little, getting a little sunshine, man. Getting a little vacay, man. I think they're going to double down and double back and go to Vegas on, on the way back to the East Coast. So mm -hmm. shout out to them, you know what I'm saying, for doing their thing. And as always, mental health is real. Myself and Reg, we may not be subject matter experts when it comes down to it. But I can assure you, before you harm yourself and you harm others, please Tap into the Unapologetic Pod on IG and or Facebook or individual IGs and or Facebook. And I can assure you, we will get you the help that you need. Other than that, big dog, you already know what's going on with me. Different toilet. Same shit. Absolutely. Shout out to you too, man. I appreciate you. Um, um to my 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 loved ones, my support system, my my everybody, man, my babies, my baby girls, um, grandbabies. Um, I'm 
thoroughly proud and 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 pleased with with everything that's going on in life yeah. right now. Um, and just you know everybody, man. I see see Adonis yeah. running across the screen, man. I see the stories. I'm like, you know, I'm looking. At, I'm like, dog, listen, man. We, you know, it's a lot to be happy about, man. Man, shit ton. And just just looking at, you know, um, where we was ten years ago and now, and just you know, it's, it's <laughs> just wild, man. dog. It is. It's, it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful. It's wild. <laughs> um, like, share, subscribe. Um, and and we appreciate all the love and support. Everybody that tunes in and watches, um, Thank you. and and comments and you know everything. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Yeah. Um, we gonna keep doing our thing on, on this uh on this platform and bigger, better things to come. And we just gonna keep grinding. We appreciate the love and support. And as always, we're on apologize. We're on filter. Y'all know who it is. Dre, Reg, we are out of here. We'll see y'all next week. You know what it is. Thanks for listening to another episode of Unapologetic, the podcast. Don't forget to share, like, and subscribe. You better follow me. Follow me.